Welcome to the Druids Grove, where we discuss all things related to Druids, their history, current day practices, and how to build a deeper connection and relationship with the earth. I'm so glad you're here. If you find what I have to share helpful, please subscribe and share with others that may enjoy it, and check the show notes for more information. Come on in, relax for a bit, and I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Druids Grove. We are going to deep dive into each of the elements individually after the last episode where we covered the elements broadly. Um, before we get started, I just wanted to say I've gotten a few emails from people and some comments on social media, and I just want you all to know I really appreciate everyone that has reached out to me, and I really enjoy having dialogue back and forth about you know, how you have come across Druidry and where you're at on your path. Um, you know, some people have talked about different branches of Druidry that they follow and different books they enjoy reading. So I just really appreciate it. And I just think it's awesome to have this community. And that's kind of why I um, started this podcast is to just kind of help develop a community and, and, and grow Druidry as a whole and just to provide some information. And one common thing that I'm seeing from the people that I've been um, emailing back and forth with is that all the uh, people are kind of spread out and it, the people I've talked with are in the United States and unfortunately there's just like no druid groves or seed groups or organizations that meet locally in all these different areas that I've been talking to people and I think it would be really cool if um, people that are listening to this podcast if they get into druidry if they were interested in it and that's something they wanted to pursue just start it up you know just get on social media um, advertise get into pa- pagan local pagan facebook groups or social media groups um, get on druidry websites and, and just advertise and you know start start getting gatherings together meet up talk about stuff um, you know celebrate the wheel of the year that kind of thing so um, so thank you everyone i really appreciate it and today we are going to be going on to the element of earth so as we talked about before all of the elements uh, earth air water and fire and spirit they're all necessary for life and for the planet and for everything we see to exist for the universe to exist and i'm going to start with the element earth because it is the element of the north and we are going to, looking at a compass, we are going to start with the north and go sunwise or clockwise around the compass as we progress through the next, um, the next few elements. So like all topics in Druidry, um, there is so much information out there and so many websites and books. So this is just kind of a general guide about use and application of the element of earth in Druidry, just kind of for a beginner or someone that is just curious. So if you're if you're interested, I would really encourage you to get out there and explore and research on your own if you're interested. But I do hope to provide some insight as it relates to Druidry specifically and kind of my own experience as well. So for me, Earth is my favorite element. Uh, I am a Virgo and Earth is my astrological sign. I don't get too deep into astrology. I just I don't I haven't researched it very much. Um, but the other uh, the other signs associated with Earth are Capricorn and Taurus. And again, I'm not into astrology, but there are many Druids and many other pagans that really get into it. But for whatever reason, when I look into it, the concept of the Virgo really applies to me. 
and the earth sign definitely fits my personality. So in general, what does the earth element represent? Um, earth is the foundation on pretty much which everything exists and everything rests on the earth. Earth can be interpreted, you know, um, as a, a, a large body, a planet, and not just our planet, but, you know, since we exist here on the planet Earth, that's kind of the perspective that we see it from. But all other physical manifestations that we see are composed of Earth. So we can think of the Earth as simply meaning physical or able to be touched or able to be manipulated you know, and even down to the chemical or anatomical level. And, and typically, you know, the other signs, uh, are the other elements, water, fire, and air, are kind of seen as mediums through which Earth and its components or constituents kind of work through and work with. And Earth is represented as the North, like I mentioned. And the animal that is associated with in Druidry is typically the bear. So why a bear? Well, bears are extremely connected to the earth. And on earth, you know, other animals exist on it, but bears are seen to exist inside the earth. You know, they, they go into caves and dwellings and they hibernate, hibernate for months at a time. And historically, bears have been painted on cave walls. Um, they are seen as being aggressive, but only, only when provoked usually. And so there's a, a, a very deep historical and ancestral connection to the bear. And the symbol of the bear represents uh, strength, firmness, and stability. Um, bears kind of have a sense of, of calmness and serenity about them as well. They tend to move purposely through the earth. They are seldom disturbed or agitated unless provoked. You know, and in Druidry, we can ask to or seek to take on the characteristics of Earth and the bear when we are troubled or when we are seeking stability and patience. The element of Earth can also be represented by uh, the Earth Mother. And in some pagan practices, um, people will tend to use that term to represent their deity or their god or their, their spirit that they kind of worship or pay homage to. Um, so regarding Mother Earth, that concept, everything that we receive and everything we need to exist comes from the Earth and the Earth's elements. And so we can see the Earth as our mother. And that's kind of where that term Earth Mother comes from. And as I said, many Druids do honor or worship some form of the Earth Mother as a deity. The season of the year that is associated with the Earth and with North is winter. Um, you know, in the northern hemisphere, the north is usually colder, and the concept of earth can also be, um, can also appear to be kind of cold and rigid. You know, sometimes we may take on the traits of earth too much, and we can become cold and rigid and inflexible and fixed. So, um, and we can talk about later, and we did in the previous episode, we, as druids, we always want to seek balance in the elements, you know, with our personality and with how we're going through life. And the earth is also associated with healing. Since we receive our nutrients from the earth, you know, we can go back and get in touch with the earth for for internal and external healing. 
you know, if we go through the day and we're feeling disconnected or distant or just separate from, we can practice uh, grounding techniques to be more connected to the earth. And if we think about, you know, <clears throat> becoming a stone or um, putting our roots down into the earth and feeling firmly planted and helping with stability and getting grounded. And there are many ways to do this. Uh, but generally, um, simply walking barefoot on the earth and on the ground can help with this. There has been research um, shown, and it, it demonstrates that there is an exchange of ions between our bare skin and the earth that is healing and rejuvenating. And we are so used to walking with shoes on that we are, you know, disconnected from this. So walking barefoot can help with this. You know, and if you're in a large city and you're unable to kind of get away from the concrete and the asphalt of the city, you know, technically this is earth, it's just in a different form, um, but it is different than connecting to the soil. Um, but you can work with the earth by having some soil or dirt or working with plants, you know, in, in your apartment or your home in an urban environment. And <clears throat> I can't remember where I read it or who it was, but there was a king and he was on his deathbed, and he requested that dirt from outside be brought to his bed when he was no longer able to get out of bed. And he understood the he understood that healing, uh, the healing that the earth and the soil can bring, and he wanted to experience it again before he died. And you know, um, not just on your deathbed, but but this can be beneficial for for anyone. You know, try working with plants, either in the ground, in a garden, or in pots. You will feel something in your soul that kind of grounds you and connects you to the earth. And by taking care of plants, or having plants in the home, we can feel more connected to the earth and help us feel grounded in our, you know, our hectic, um, busy lives. So, you know, take a few moments, sit with a plant, put your fingers in the soil. Think about the other elements of water and fire and air that are needed to keep that plant alive. And in our daily spiritual practice, or as a reminder of earth, uh, many druids will keep an item of earth on their altar or with them. So perhaps a small bowl or a pot with soil or a plant or um, simply keeping a stone in your pocket as you go through the day. You know, and you can reach in your pocket and touch that stone and remind you of your connection to the earth. And in some practices, the earth is used as a grounding technique uh, uh, during and before and after a ceremony or meditation or spiritual travel or shamanic journeying. And this can help bring us back to the present time and the present place. So as we enter uh, ceremony or meditation or, or journeying or spiritual travel, however you want to term that, um, we can use a grounding stone and, and holding a rock in our hand or holding a stone in our hand or keeping it nearby, when we come out of that, that meditation, it can help us to return to this current time and place. So when we are out in nature, we can also look at the element of earth and we can appreciate um, the, I guess the scientific explanation of it is geology. That's the, the class or uh, body of science related to the earth. Um, but, you know, looking at geology and the action of tectonic plates. And the rocks that we see on the surface of the earth were once inside the core of the earth. 
And of course, um, as we talked about, the core of the Earth was once in outer space. You know, so <clears throat> before the Earth was formed, there were all these particles out in space, and they kept colliding and coalescing and forming and heating up, and these particles became stones, and then these stones became boulders, and the boulders kept colliding and heating up and creating magma, which formed the core of the Earth. And these, these massive collisions kept occurring and still occur today. You know, but with the the outer surface of this giant molten ball cools as the planet gets bigger, and which allowed for the development of life on Earth's surface. So we can also go and stand on a mountaintop or deep in a valley, and we can appreciate and look at and try to gain a deeper understanding of kind of the compression and the unfolding and the you know the undulating nature. Of, of the Earth's surface that has taken place over millions of years and billions of years that we can see today. We can stand in these spaces and we can see stone, we can see soil, uh, we can see mountain peaks, uh, caves, valleys, you know. And, and many practices use caves or build, um, kind of dig, dig man-made caves and burrows and um, they they want these to become sacred spaces for meditation and journeying and creating sweat lodges for shamanic journeying. Um, you know, and then that kind of harkens back to the concept of the bear and connecting with the earth and hibernating and 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 growing and resting. And symbolically, when we look at a cave in the earth, it represents the womb. So a cave is a place in the earth for incubation, for reflection, um, tapping into and uh, connecting with the earth. So, you know, to go inside the earth, to be in the belly of the mother, as it is said, is, is a deep place of contemplation. It is a place for change to occur, a place to enter, to gestate, to experience change, and then to exit the cave and to be reborn after the experience. So stepping back from the kind of philosophical perspective, um, you know, many minerals that come from the earth are necessary for our bodies to live and to provide structure and function to our bodies. So when we eat, we can think of that element of earth and how it built our food and builds our bodies, and we can be grateful for the earth. And psychologically, the aspect of earth can take on various forms of expression as well. So... Um, if we think about personality traits um, in regards to Earth, we can be patient or stoic or strong, or we can also be explosive and violent. So if we think of a, a big flat plain out in nature, a big field or the desert, something like that, without trees, we can also be barren and empty inside or on the surface. We can appear barren and empty. or if we think of a jungle, which is full of life, we can be um, an expression of that type of earth. We can be like a, a mountain. We can be difficult to conquer, difficult to overcome. We can be explosive, like a volcano, or unstable, like an earthquake. We can be dense, like stone, or we can be shallow and, and porous, like sand. You know, we can, we can interact with the world in these ways. If we look at all the different 
forms of earth that are expressed, we can take on these characteristics in, in our personality and adapt them to whatever we need in the situation. And we can interact with the world in these ways. And when we think of, you know, earth or stone or soil, what do we think they are thinking about? I know that seems like a really weird concept. Um, but what what is what is going on in the spirit of the earth or dirt or sand or rock? You know, really, um, it's not a cognizant um, concept of expression. Um, they aren't really thinking, which is another aspect of the elements of or con- aspect of all of the elements that we can apply to daily life. The earth does what it does because that is what it does. It doesn't overanalyze. It doesn't overthink. It sees what is before it and does what it is supposed to do. It exists and it functions as it should. And so that's another kind of um, aspect or characteristic or trait that we can apply to our daily lives. We can just be present. We can do what needs to be done and and not be uh, you know overthinking and over emotional and have this sense of peace and calm you know that the earth kind of represents there are also uh, various spirits associated with earth uh, which we've talked about a little bit Uh, for instance um, gnomes or dwarves are kind of seen as earth beings they live in and around the earth they are protectors of the earth um, and its environments there are other spirits like dryads or tree spirits or the fey folk um, which may or fairies which may live in uh, they're called fairy rings so if you see like a big mushroom circle a circle with uh, mushrooms that's typically kind of seen as a fairy a fairy ring and you're not supposed to go near it <laughs> or if you look at um, the little hollow areas of rocks and trees and and so many other um, so many other expressions of earth spirits depending on the uh, cultural tradition and the location on earth so when we look at the spirit of earth or, or rock or soil you know when you next go out into nature see if you can connect to the spirit of the earth in in a variety of ways you know as mentioned earlier um, asphalt in cities concrete it has a very different spirit and energy than you know, the eroded stone on a mountaintop that has endured millions of years of rainfall or, or glacial, you know, glacial movement to, to expose it. Um, you know, or the rounded, um, like worn down river rock that has been in a stream or a river and has been, you know, worn smooth over time. These are different characteristics and different energy expressions. They have their own spirit, their own feeling and energy and characteristics. And different types of soil have different energies. You know, we we can generally uh, over the you know over the the history of humanity, we have learned about the soil, and we can look at soil and tell whether it is fertile or not fertile, whether it's healthy or depleted. And soil and rock are very different expressions of earth. You know, or if we look at sand or diamonds or glass. These are all expressions of Earth in different forms, and they, again, they kind of represent different forms and traits that we can take on, or different points of view or perspectives that we can assume and help to gain insight and understanding and appreciation. So also, uh, the Earth has many different types of energies associated with it. So if we think of 
like uh, magnetic fields. Um, there are also what's called ley lines or earth lines that go throughout the world. They have different different and heightened levels of energy in these areas. Um, if you if you've not heard of ley lines or earth lines or energy lines, you I would encourage you to look that up. It's pretty interesting. They they go all around the earth and they're in a very specific pattern. And when people go to these places, um, they say that they just they feel a really heightened level of really good energy and and very different feelings in these areas. And as we talked about, the earth and the element of earth is present in everything. It is the foundation of all physical existence. And so by taking on the perspective of earth, we can be present everywhere because earth is present everywhere. So when when I step outside, you know, and I'm barefoot and I touch the soil, I am connecting to the entire planet. I am connecting to all of the land around me and I can visualize my energy traveling through the earth to these different places and to feel connected to whatever it is that I want to envision being connected to. You know, the earth is the earth and earth energy and the the characteristic and trait of earth is present everywhere in all things at all times. And we can use it as a pathway of travel. You know, physically we we traverse across the earth and you know we can see things and touch things but we can um, you know physically we can go and connect to um, various types of earth and different expressions of the earth but we can also you know psychically or metaphysically or spiritually however you want to say it we can travel across the earth in that way as well and, and again there's so much out there about the elements that you can look up and specifically about earth in so many different perspectives and approaches but I just hope to provide some introductory information and kind of look at it from a druid perspective and um, maybe some other pagan practices and just to maybe you know give you a spark of insight and and um, appreciation and maybe a different perspective you haven't seen before and thought about so thank you for listening and get out there and get connected with the earth in any way that you feel appropriate thank you Earth, stable foundation of all things, granting structure and form, concrete skyscraper and root system of trees, soil and dirt, nutrients and stone. I am you and you are me. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining in at the Druid's Grove. I thoroughly enjoyed sharing this time and information with you. I hope you learned something and are inspired to build a connection to the earth and the world around you. If you liked what was shared, please feel free to give back at Buy Me a Coffee. Join me on Substack, where I have transcripts, or listen on YouTube, and find the group on social media. For more information, check the show notes. I'll see you in the Grove. Until next time. Mm-hmm.